So David knew his God. And the thing is, this morning, we're thinking about harvest. And we're thinking about how our planet provides all that we need. But actually, we also know that our planet is struggling at the moment because of this thing called climate change. And I just think that sometimes it can feel a bit David and Goliath-like in that the climate change is such a huge issue. It's such a big problem. And we are tiny little people. And what can we do? But we have to remember that God is on our side and he is bigger than any giant. So I don't know if you remember, when God created the world, he gave us as humans the responsibility of being good stewards. Jonathan, if we could just have that first slide with the Bible verse. Thank you. And in Psalm 24, it says, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. So we need to remember that, not just you and me, but actually everybody. We all need to remember that the earth belongs to God and we need to look after it. And when he made it, he declared it to be good. He declared it to be beautiful. It was wonderful. It gave him great joy. And it produced fruit and, well, it produced everything in abundance. But if we think about it, how we treat something that somebody has made does really show us what we think about the person who made it. And sadly, as humans, we haven't really looked after our world all the time. And we all know that things are changing, aren't they? Temperatures are rising, ice caps are melting, there are famines and droughts. So that's a, a little picture, a lovely drought. I mean, that's just, it's, you know, that's not how God created it, is it? There are storms. I mean, just thinking about the storm that's hit Scotland this week, it's huge. So can we have the picture of the storm? I mean, we've all seen loads and loads of pictures in the news, haven't we, of rising waters and floods and big waves, and we've seen the effect of the winds. The world is changing. So what can we do about it? And it is sometimes quite easy to get a bit depressed about it and just think, well, I can't do anything. But we can. We can do small things that will make a change. Now, I've been watching a lot of videos in the last couple of weeks as I've been preparing for this and I've been watching I've been watching all sorts of things and basically I can't change the world on my own probably you as an individual can't change the world on its own on your own but actually we if we all work together we can make a bit of a difference so we're going to watch um, a little bit of a video in a minute that was produced by tear fund last year and it was part of their change the climate campaign and in it they gave us five challenges now, last year, we looked at those five challenges, and I hope some people went away and followed some of them through. I know that I did. But I think it's worth looking at them again, because we can be reminded that we need to keep trying to make changes, just small changes. So, Jonathan, if we could just watch The, the climate crisis is the greatest problem that humanity is facing, but we together can be the solution. No matter how great the crisis may be, our God is greater. When the church comes together, we can achieve the extraordinary. But it can be difficult to know where to even start. That's why Tear Fund okay. has created That's Let's something. Change the Thank Climate. You. So we've got this Change the Climate Challenge, and there are five challenges that Tear Fund talk about. 
each of them is, is a manageable challenge. But I, and I wouldn't, su I don't, not suggesting that you all go home and you try to take on all five all at the same time, because that would be a bit much. But start with one, and then build on that, and then perhaps tackle another one when you're, when you're comfortable with that one. But just keep challenging yourself to make those little changes. There's also loads more information on the Tier Fund website. Now, when you leave, there are some little cards in a basket in the foyer, which have got the five challenges on that I'm just going to go through. But they've also got the Tier Fund website link, so you can have a look. So do take those home, because together we can make a difference. So the first challenge is transport. And I just want to say, well, so this one is about reducing our CO2 emissions. And, it, and I read this fact, and it says, according to the European Environment Agency, transport causes almost a quarter of CO2 emissions across Europe, and three quarters of that is from road transport. So if you can, try going car-free for one day a week, or organize yourself into a car share so that you're reducing if you have to use your car. But let's try walking or cycling. And at this point, I've been asked to give a big shout out to Jack, who cycled to church this morning, 45 minute cycle. Well done, Jack. And apparently he's done it for the last three weeks. <laughs> but it's good. We can, we don't have to use our cars. If you can get away with not using your car, just try it for one day a week. Or maybe you want to go for more than that if you can. So that's the first challenge. The next one is to use less water. Because water is the stuff of life, isn't it? We can't survive even a few days without it, really. And it's no wonder that the Bible uses it so much as a, as a metaphor for life. And in the UK, we use an average of 140 litres, 143 litres of water a day. But in many countries around the world, people have to survive on less than 25 litres. So that's tiny, tiny amount. So the challenge is to think about the water that you're using and try to use less. Try to not to waste it. So make sure if you've got a leaking tap, you fix it as quickly as possible. Don't keep the water running when you're cleaning your teeth. Just, think, just thinking carefully about the water we use. When you buy appliances like wa um, washing machines or dishwashers, Use ones that don't use as much water. Run them on the eco settings. So perhaps when you get home, chat in your family about how you might reduce the water. So that's challenge two. Challenge three is cutting the use of electricity. In 2019, around 10% of the world's population didn't have access to electricity at all. That's just huge. So let's try limiting the amount of gas or, and electricity that we use. So switch things off when you're not using them. Um, maybe try, this is, this is, I think this might be quite, quite hard, but maybe try not using any electricity from seven o'clock in the evening, one day a week. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? So you're not even able to charge your phone after seven o'clock. No telly, no lights, to use candlelight. But actually, that's how a lot of the world live. So maybe we could try that. Try it one day a week. I can see Devita's looking really excited about that one because she lives with us. and <laughs> She's not looking forward to living in, dark, in the dark. Then the next challenge 
The fourth one is to change your diet. Because the negative climate, climate impact of meat is 10 to 50 times higher than plant-based food. So if we could all reduce our meat consumption, that would make a big difference to the amount of energy that is used around the world. So perhaps one or more days a week, try going meat-free. But also, it's important that we don't waste food either. So make sure you only buy what you need, only cook what you need. Let's not be throwing away mountains of waste food. And the final challenge option this morning is to try and reduce your waste. Today, two billion people in the world's poorest countries are living and working among piles of waste. They're drinking polluted water. They're breathing toxic air from plastic burning. They're battling sickness. And this all leads up to millions of deaths a year. And each day, the waste mountains are growing. So we need to think about what we throw away. So maybe just to highlight how much we waste, for one day, don't throw anything away. Just leave it in a pile somewhere so that you can see how much waste product you produce. And then imagine what it would be like if actually we didn't have any rubbish collectors. And uh, that waste was just growing and growing and growing. So think about how you can reduce your waste. So obviously these are things that we do need to talk about together. You need to talk about it with the people that you live with or you need to work out how you can do, how you can do this. So try and reduce your waste. I was thinking today... Um, I've got a hole in one of my socks. And I was thinking, oh, I'd have to buy myself some new socks. No, I don't. I can do some darning. So I think that's what I'm going to do this afternoon. I'm going to mend my socks and also my exercise trousers, which I've got a hole in as well, rather than buying some new ones. Those are the sorts of things that we need to do. We need to think about how we recycle stuff. So let's take these challenges. Let's take them and think about them. Don't try all of them all at once but choose one that you think might be manageable and go for it. And then when you've got that one under control, try another one. Because together, we can make a difference. It may be that you feel super inspired to actually write to, write to your MP and say, green energy, really important. What are you doing to promote it? Let's think about how we can make a difference to our climate. God has given us this beautiful, beautiful world. Let's look after it because it's the only one we've got. So, we can remember, like David, we have God on our side. He can take the little that you and I can give, and he can use it for his glory. Do you remember the little boy who gave loaves and fishes? And those loaves and fishes were taken by Jesus and fed thousands of people. So let's give God the little bit that we can, and watch him use it mightily.